He is risen. The Lord is risen indeed. This is the day which the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. The Lord hath manifested forth his glory. O come, let us adore him. Christ our Passover is sacrificed for us. Therefore let us keep the feast, not with old leaven, neither with the leaven of malice and wickedness, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. Christ being raised from the dead, dieth no more. Death hath no more dominion over him. For in that he died, he died unto sin once, but in that he liveth, he liveth unto God. Likewise reckon ye also yourselves to be dead indeed unto sin, but alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Christ is risen from the dead, and become the firstfruits of them that slept. For since by man came death, by man came also the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all die, even so in Christ shall all be made alive. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 124 and uh, Psalm 126 begin on page 504. If the Lord himself had not been on our side, now may Israel say, if the Lord himself had not been on our side, when men rose up against us. They had swallowed us up alive when they were so wrathfully displeased at us. Yea, the waters had drowned us, and the stream had gone over our soul. The deep water of the proud had gone even over their soul. But praise be the Lord, who hath not given us over for a prey unto their teeth. Our soul is escaped even as a bird out of the snare of the fowler, the snare is broken, and we are delivered. Our help standeth in the name of the Lord, who hath made heaven and earth. Psalm 126 When the Lord turned against the captivities of Zion, then were we like unto them that dream. Then was our mouth filled with laughter, and our tongue with joy. Then say they among the heathen, The Lord hath done great things for them. Yea, the Lord hath done great things for us already, whereof we rejoice. Turn our captivity, O Lord, as the rivers of the south. They that sow in tears shall reap in joy. He that now goeth on his way weeping and bearing forth good seed, shall doubtless come again with joy and bring his sheaves with him. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the eleventh chapter of the book of Numbers. Now when the people complained, it displeased the Lord. For the Lord heard it, and his anger was aroused. So the fire of the Lord burned among them, and consumed some in the outskirts of the camp. Then the people cried out to Moses, and when Moses prayed to the Lord, the fire was quenched. 
So he called the name of the place Taberoth, because the fire of the Lord had burned among them. Now the mixed multitude who were among them yielded to intense craving. So the children of Israel also wept again and said, Who will give us meat to eat? We remember the fish which we ate freely in Egypt, the cucumbers, the melons, the leeks, the onions, and the garlic. But now our whole being is dried up. There is nothing at all except this manna before our eyes. Now the manna was like uh, coriander seed, and its color was the color of dillum. The people went about and gathered it, ground it on millstones or beat it in the mortar, cooked it in pans and made cakes of it, and its taste was like the taste of pastry prepared with oil. And when the dew fell on the camp, in the night the manna fell on it. Then Moses heard the people weeping throughout their families, everyone at the door of his tent, and the anger of the Lord was greatly aroused. Moses also was displeased. So Moses said to the Lord, Why have you afflicted your servant? And why have I not found favor in your sight, that you have laid the burden of all these people on me? Did I conceive these people? Did I beget them? that you, would, you should say to me, carry them in your bosom as a guardian carries a nursing child to the land which you swore to their fathers. Where am I to get meat to give to all these people? For they weep all over me, saying, Give us meat that we may eat. I am not able to bear all these people alone, because the burden is too heavy for me. If you treat me like this, please kill me here and now. If I have found favor in your sight, and do not let me see my wretchedness. So the Lord said to Moses, Gather to me seventy men of the elders of Israel, whom you know to be elders of the people and officers over them, and bring them to the tabernacle of, the, of meeting, that they may stand there with you. Then I will come down and talk with you there. I will take of the spirit that is upon you, and will put the same upon them, and they shall bear the burden of the people with you, and you may not bear it yourself alone. Then you shall say to the people, Consecrate yourselves for tomorrow, and you shall eat meat, for you have wept to the hearing of the Lord, saying, Who will give us meat to eat? For it was well with us in Egypt. Therefore the Lord will give you meat, and you shall eat. You shall eat not one day, nor two days, nor five days, nor ten days, nor twenty days, but for a whole month until it comes out of your nostrils and becomes loathsome to you, because you have despised the Lord who is among you, and you have wept before him, saying, Why did we ever come out of Egypt? And Moses said, The people whom I am among are six hundred thousand men on foot. Yet you have said, I will give them meat, that they may eat for a whole month. Shall flocks and herds be slaughtered for them, to provide enough, uh, enough for them? Or shall all the fish of the sea be gathered together for them, to provide enough for them? And the Lord said to Moses, Has the Lord's arm been shortened? Now you shall see whether what I say will happen to you or not. So Moses went out, of the, out and told the people 
the words of the Lord, and he gathered the seventy men of the elders of the people and placed them around the tabernacle. Then the Lord came down in the cloud and spoke to him, and took of the spirit that was upon him and placed the same upon the seventy elders. And it happened when the spirit rested upon them that they prophesied, although they never did so again. But two men had remained in the camp. The name of one was Eldad, and the name of the other was Medad. And the spirit rested upon them. Now they were among those listed, but who had not gone out to the tabernacle, yet they prophesied in the camp. And a young man ran and told Moses and said, Eldad and Medad are prophesying in the camp. So Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' assistant, one of his choice men answered and said, Moses, my Lord, forbid them. Then Moses said to him, are you, are you zealous for my sake? Oh, that all the Lord's people were prophets and that the Lord would, would put his spirit upon them. And Moses returned to the camp and the elders of Israel. Now a wind out from the Lord, had, <clears throat> excuse me, now a wind went out from the Lord and it brought quail from the sea and left them fluttering near the camp about a day's journey on this side and about a day's journey on the other side, all around the camp and about two cubics above the surface of the ground. And the people stayed up all that, that day, all night and all the next day and gathered the quail. He who gathered least gathered 10 uh, homers and they spread them out for themselves all around the camp. But while the meat was still between their teeth, before it was chewed, the wrath of the Lord was aroused against the people, and the Lord struck the people with a very great plague. So he called the name of that place Kilboth Hatavav, because there they buried the people who had yielded to craving. From Kilboth Hatavav, the people moved to Hazaroth and camped in Hazaroth. So endeth the first lesson. We pray thee, O God, we acknowledge thee to be the Lord. All the earth doth worship thee, the Father everlasting. To thee all angels cry aloud, the heavens and all the powers therein. To thee cherubim and seraphim continually do cry, Holy, 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 Lord God of Sabaoth. Heaven and earth are full of the majesty of thy glory. The glorious company of the apostles praise thee. The goodly fellowship of the prophets praise thee. The noble army of martyrs praise thee. The holy church throughout all the world doth acknowledge thee. The father of an infinite majesty, thine adorable true and only son, also the Holy Ghost, the Comforter. Thou art the King of glory, O Christ. Thou art the everlasting Son of the Father. When thou tookest upon thee to deliver man, thou didst humble thyself to be born of a virgin. When thou hadst overcome the sharpness of death, thou didst open the kingdom of heaven to all believers. Thou sittest at the right hand of God in the glory of the Father. We believe that thou shalt come to be our judge. We therefore pray thee, help thy servants whom thou hast redeemed with thy precious blood. Make them to be numbered with thy saints in glory everlasting. O Lord, save thy people and bless thine heritage. Govern them and lift them up forever. Day by day we magnify thee. 
and we worship thy name ever, world without end. Thou safe, O Lord, to keep us this day without sin. O Lord, have mercy upon us, have mercy upon us. O Lord, let thy mercy be upon us, as our trust is in thee. O Lord, in thee have I trusted, let me never be confounded. Here beginneth the twelfth chapter of St. Paul's Epistle to the Hebrews. Therefore we also, since we are, are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. For consider him who endured such hostility from sinners against himself, lest ye, lest you become weary and discouraged in your souls. You have not yet resisted to bloodshed, striving against sin, and you have forgotten the exhortation which speaks to you as to sons. My son, do not despise the chastening of the Lord, nor be discouraged when you are rebuked by him. For whom the Lord loves, he chastens, and scourges every son whom he receives. If you endure chastening, God deals with you as with sons. For what son is there whom a father does not chasten? But if you are without chastening, of which you of which all have become partakers, then you are illegitimate and not sons. Furthermore, we have had human fathers who corrected us, and we paid them respect. Shall we not much more readily be in subjection to the Father of spirits and live? For they indeed for a few days chastened us as seemed best to them. But he, for our profit, that we may be partakers of his holiness. Now, no chastening seems to be joyful for, for, for the present, but painful. Nevertheless, afterward it yields the peace, peaceable fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. Therefore, strengthen the hands which hang down and the feeble knees, and make straight paths for your, for your feet, so that what is lame may not be dislocated, but rather be healed. Pursue peace with all people and holiness, without which no one will see the Lord. Look carefully, lest any one fall short of the grace of God, lest any root of bitterness springing up cause trouble, and by this many become defiled. Lest there be any fornicator or profane person like Esau, who for one morsel of food sold his birthright. For you know that afterward, when he wanted to inherit the blessing, he was rejected. For he found no place for repentance, though he sought it diligently with tears. Here endeth the second lesson. Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. For thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasure they are and were created. Thou art worthy, O Lamb that was slain and hast redeemed us to God by thy blood, out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation, and hast made us kings and priests unto our God. 
blessing and honor and glory and power be unto him who sitteth upon the throne and unto the Lamb forever and ever. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O Almighty God, who alone canst order the unruly wills and affections of sinful men, grant unto thy people that they may love the thing which thou commandest, and desire that which thou dost promise, that so amongst the sundry and manifold changes of the world our hearts may surely there be fixed, where true joys are to be found, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversary through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, Defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings, being ordered by thy governance, may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Morning to all. As we read through it's a really propitious parallel reading of you know the uh sort of exodus to numbers narrative of israel and hebrews and we've talked about this but we're essentially talking about um two writings that are following the same narrative but when we get to hebrews it's a narrative that has exhorts its hearers to learn the lesson of the wilderness and if we Look at Israel in the wilderness, really looking at a, at a lesson of, of human nature, uh, unredeemed human nature that, um, <clears throat> that is, is um, reactive to hardship. It, it, it hits difficulty. It complains, murmurs, grumbles to God. Uh, also, we have this element today, what they call the mixed multitude. It gives in to the discontentment of the crowd. And everyone's just complaining what's going on uh, with with um, with their situation, 
And there's an important passage in Deuteronomy that sums up the lesson of the wilderness, especially because today's passage is about manna and dissatisfaction with it. And it's Deuteronomy chapter 8, verses 2 and 3, where at the end of the wilderness wandering, God instructed Israel. He says, you shall remember that the Lord your God led you all these ways, these 40 years in the wilderness, to humble and test you, to know what was in your heart, whether you would keep his commandments or not. So he humbled you, allowed you to hunger, and fed you with manna, which you did not know, nor did your fathers know, that he might make you know that man shall not live by bread alone, but man lives by every word that proceeds from the mouth of the Lord. And, of course, we remember that Jesus in his wilderness temptation quoted those very same words when he was tempted to, you know, to get food outside of what God had made provision for him. And when we get to our Hebrews narrative, the author is really based on the earlier verses where it talked about, you know, we quoted Psalm 95, today if you hear his voice, harden not your hearts, that the new community in Christ now is not just human nature facing the old same old hardships. It's now the body of Christ filled with the Spirit, able through the resources of the Spirit to follow Christ, to do what Christ did in the face of the difficulty. We should note here that that sort of prophecy in the Numbers lesson where Moses complains and God appoints 70 others and gives them the Spirit, and everyone's all upset because Moses is supposed to be the only guy who's got the Spirit. And Moses utters, you know, would that all the Lord's people were prophets and the Lord would put his Spirit upon them all. Of course, that is fulfilled on Pentecost and in our baptism when we all receive the Spirit. And so we now encounter the wilderness in Christ, knowing the lesson of the Old Testament, but but mature and moving and, and learning now we know. What, so what's happening in life when we don't get everything we want and, and we feel a little bit dry? We know that God is humbling us and he's, <clears throat> he's testing us to, uh, to, to purify our hearts and, and cause us to trust in him more. And this is what the, the key word in the Hebrews, therefore, is this word chastening, which is really a word in, in, the, in the Greek which is related to the training of children. And it's a point he makes. You're, you're being trained as children. Children get disciplined in order to teach them the right things. And if you don't get disciplined, you're somebody that, that the father doesn't really care about. You're illegitimate. You're not part of the family. So the fact that we're experiencing the same thing Israel and Jesus experienced in our own lives with testing and trial shows that we are the children of God, that God has uh, sent the spirit of his of a son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father. And so what we're continually supposed to do in our, in our wilderness times, when there's not enough, when we have manna to eat, but not everything we want, is to let that be a time to open our lives up to prayer in the presence of Christ in new ways and, and ask him to come and, and, and um, feed us, sustain us in the wilderness. Uh, that that's the, as Jesus said, is the food that his disciples didn't know about, and, and we're sustained by our prayer through that. So this is what we do with our prayer when we, instead of grumbling, I mean, we're discontented, where there's legitimate, you know, prayerful complaints kind of rooted in the Psalms about where God is, but 
but we in our prayer we we strengthen the weak hands and make make strength you know the hands that are drooping and the knees that are weak and and strengthen ourselves in God and move out into life in those places and and do what is right that is pursue peace with everyone don't let our um, unsatisfied appetites make us grumbling and envious and bitter about other people and to pursue holiness to to in the face of that do what is right and that's what really proves our faith if we seek to do what is right because we know it is right because we belong to Christ and not because there's an immediate reward for it that's what shows us to be the true sons of God and we know that's that um, kind of testing Will, will lead us into the fulfillment, the, the promised land. As, as the psalm said, he who goes on his way weeping or in a state of mourning, and, but bears good seed, you know, does the things he's supposed to do, pursues peace, pursues holiness. He'll come again. God will bless us eventually and, and fill us because that's, that's the point. God doesn't want to deprive us, but he is purifying our desire so it's directed towards him so he can fill it with himself when he's when he's ready when, when the time comes and we're ready for it also so a few thoughts about today's lessons Lord, our intercessions for all mankind let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations be gracious unto thy church and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully bless all in authority over us and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands that they may punish wickedness and vice and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any ways afflicted or distressed, in mind, body, or estate especially those for whom we make our prayers at this time. Comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities. Have mercy upon the faithful departed, and grant them an entrance into the land of light and joy, in the fellowship of thy saints. For his sake who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Together the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, 
and that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips but in our lives by giving up ourselves to thy service and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days through jesus christ our lord to whom with thee and the holy ghost be all honor and glory world without end amen the grace of our lord jesus christ the love of god and the fellowship of the holy ghost be with us all evermore amen thank you barb and ed thank you bishop for a great meditation it's good to pray with you this morning have a great tuesday we look forward to seeing you tonight everybody have a wonderful day thank you for the encouragement thank you everyone